I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Motherhood, a beautiful nightmare, acknowledges the Ghana people as the traditional custodians of the land and water on which this podcast is recorded and produced. Welcome to Motherhood, a Beautiful Nightmare. The podcast for the mother who's flying by the seat of her Unterhosen. Unterhosen. Can you teach me how to say that? Unter. Unter. Which is under. Okay. Hosen. Hosen. As in uh, like Lederhosen. Underfair. Yeah, underfair. It's, it's underfair. That's what Kai told me. Because I originally, I don't know why I didn't just ask Kai, because he speaks German. Yeah. You know, and the, I know Austrian German is more or less the same. There's Austrians there going, no, it's not. No, it's not. We speak the Austrian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly like that. <laughs> and they'll hate that even more probably. Sorry. <laughs> we speak Austrian. No. We're not Australian. How about yeah. that movie, Dumb and Dumber? <gasps> Let's not. Yes. She does that. Oh, so true. It's like, yeah, the difference between New Zealanders <laughs> and Australians. We don't want to be confused. But anyway, I should have just asked Kai because I looked something up and it said something, can't remember what it was, and Kai said, that means penis. <laughs> and I went, so I would have said flying by the seat of her penis, which I think we could save for another episode. <laughs> so Unterhosen, oh. there you go. <laughs> Hosted by myself, Chanel Franklin and Tamara Linky, who's Indeed. to my left. Well, here I am sitting, sitting with my husky little voice because I've been Barking at the dog all week, <laughs> like literally. Not the kids, the naughty puppy. <laughs> no, to try and make him know, like you say, who's alpha. Oh, oh. So I've been doing that. <laughs> it was really weird. He looks at me with that weird what face. A, what like, a sight to see. I if I was know. one of your neighbours, I would literally hold my phone up and record you. <laughs> and you'd see a very angry woman then getting confused and also barking at her children. With a messy oh, top oh. knot or a low pony <laughs> yeah. walking around with disgusting trackies that no one oh sees God. barking at the puppy. Chanel, they're the worst. Like right. someone once told me, I don't know if you know if this is true. I don't know whether it is true, but I've always remembered this South African girl, Ellis, who I worked with goes, rule number one of fashion, you never combine uh, brown with navy blue. 
And oh. I was like, oh, and from then on, if I've ever put those colours on together, I instantly take them off. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> no. That they clash and look horrible. Do they? Pa- well, according to Alice. So what I've never about worn like it a, since. What about some of those like modern apartments that are, are painted navy blue, like the walls, yeah. with a beautiful piece of cognac leather next to it? I kind of think that's nice. Cognac ne- leather. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, it, maybe I'm wearing really uh, bogan navy blue and maybe brown. You're wearing the combination. Po- maybe you're wearing poo brown. <laughs> So that's what I've done tonight. Look, I went blue, brown, blue. Kind of looks like someone threw up on me. But it's, but it's weird how you remember those things. Look, it was just easy to grab, run out. The only yeah. person that's going to see you is me. <laughs> I know. And the rest of our listeners when we record our little segment and put it up on Shit. Instagram. Yes, from the top up, Chanel. Okay. From the top up. Anyway. Oh, I tell you what did give me a little laugh the other day because – I look at the royals, the kids, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> and I think, why are you, you know, there's that one little thing of, of Harry going, when he's younger, like sticking his, his tongue out and being yes. cheeky. Yeah. And they've all gone, oh, what a rascal. But he's only done that once. Did you see the footage yes. of little Prince Louis, what he did with his mum? He pushed her in the face and I could see Kate's face. The whole world is watching this woman <laughs> and I'm elated. Not because that her kid's doing that in public, because I'm like, you're normal like the rest of us because I've yeah. always thought to myself, how do they stay put like that? Mine would be an absolute nightmare. I literally went in and had like a uh, a year one mum's coffee thing this morning and I had Ollie. Yeah. Hardly any of the other mums had their children. One was in a pram sleeping. One of the mums? <laughs> <laughs> She wheeled herself in on a pram to have her morning nap. Girls, you just have the coffee. I'm just going to lie back down in this, in this pram. The bugaboo's got more room. The bugaboo. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, anyway, Ollie was really naughty when the principal was talking. Oh, he just yeah. was just being a little brat. He oh. didn't want to be there, nor, that I, nor did I want him there. Anyway. <laughs> but you have to. I was thinking about how this Duchess Kate... And I'm, think, I'm looking at her going, you are like every other mother. You've got a bit more help because there's nannies and things like that and most of us don't have that. But your kid's acting out when everyone's looking at you and you're the focal mm. point. Maybe the bribe didn't work that day, but maybe she <laughs> bribes them like but extreme. Like ours are right, you know, like, oh, we'll give you chocolate or the, maybe yeah. she's like, darling, darling, I'll buy you a palace if you just shut the fuck up for the next <laughs> For the next three hours at the Queen's Jubilee, please. It'll be made of chocolate. Granny. A Granny's. Made of Great chocolate. Granny. Gigi's Jubilee. <laughs> if you shut the fuck up, please, Louis. A chocolate tower. I'll make you one. It's possible. Entirely. And he's just going, bah, whatever, mum. With a little Aussie accent. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Louis. Oh, I love that. Anyway, so oh, thank funny. you, um, Duchess, for allowing us to feel a little bit more normal in your public display of your kid being a shit. I loved it too. And she got a lot of backlash for that as well. Why? A lot of people were saying, oh, he behaved terribly. And I'm thinking, who's saying this? It, well, do you know wow. what? Him and every other child, they're not oh, perfect. That's what I don't understand. Yeah, they're, they're children. They're not, they don't escape this no. childhood that they have to go through, they're going to have the same peril. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was bizarre. I loved that. Love that, you, Kate. Yeah, good on you. So, you want to talk about mama? Hit it. That's what I'm talking about. Wait. Okay, now. 
from the beginning. Motherhood, a beautiful nightmare. I'm bringing on the heat map this week. Where have you sat? Where do you think? Can you pick a (laughs) continent of where I would have sat my bottom? Wow, you can really shout out to a town. Well, given what the intro was about, I'm wondering if there's a correlation. Yes, we're heading to merry old Austria. Vienna, in fact. I'm too scared to say anything in German, so I would just say, (laughs) oh, wow. (laughs) Wow, wunderbar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that either. Anyway, beautiful Vienna, which I haven't been to. I have. I have. I never got there. I got as far as... Salzburg, because Kai wouldn't let me go to Vienna because he thought, oh, well, what's there? Is there any, like, beer craft pub places we can go to, breweries? Um, And I'm like, no, but there's other things I'd like to see. Ended up in Salzburg and did The Sound of Music Mountain. See, that is the one thing I didn't do and I wish I did because I love that movie and I want to see the little Edelweiss. Oh, my gosh. I picked lots of flowers. Yeah, see. And then lots of people told me that was not Edelweiss. I'm like, Edelweiss. And someone would go, no, that's not Edelweiss. And then finally I see it. Have you seen Edelweiss? No. It's an ugly little flower that's all, it's like, ugh, it looks weedy. Oh. Like a thistle, I think. Yeah. Well, it wasn't no, my, be, no, because I'm, I'm picturing the Von Trapp family singing that song. It makes it out like it's a little daisy. No. But no. Vienna, one of the most beautiful cities in the entire world. Oh, the home of Mozart and Beethoven and oh, good food. So Every, yeah, beautiful yeah. city. Well, there was one thing. Okay, because obviously we have. I, <laughs> I wanted to research an unusual place that you could visit, and they have um, something called a clock museum. Oh, yes, with over one thousand clocks. I think um, Chanel's just clocked out. <laughs> of that. She's like <laughs> pretending to be really interested. Or I've clocked. On. Yeah, okay. Yeah, or you're <laughs> clocking in. Exactly. But I thought, okay, a clock museum. TikTok, come on, TikTok. Oh, yeah, TikTok, <laughs> getting on with it. Okay, it includes a 230 year old astronomical clock built in 1679, I'm getting there, calibrated to the year 9999. Wow. You don't know what that means. You <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? Okay, so more importantly, more importantly, there's this clock museum, which I would go to. Chanel laughs, but I like weird things I like would that. go. Would you? Yeah. Oh, your face lies. But more importantly, I wanted to know, is there a coffee shop attached to this? Because you know how a lot of museums and yes. art galleries have a coffee shop? Yeah. <laughs> or like a little shop you can buy things in? Great. Yeah, it doesn't. Anyway, it keeps getting better. But as Ron, Roneth, <laughs> you're going to love it. I went on TripAdvisor and the reviews came in for the Clock Museum, right? Roneth, <laughs> that's his name, <laughs> gave it four and a half stars and says, <laughs> it's very interesting. <laughs> I can't even say it. Roneth, by the way, why Roneth? <laughs> I'm going to say this with a straight face. Roneth goes, oh, Roneth goes, like, like, like I was asking him about the clock. How would your clock visit Roneth at the Clock Museum? He goes, 
it was very interesting <laughs> and not popular. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Robert, for nothing. <laughs> so interesting, I'm gonna go on. Tripadvisor, but not popular at all. <laughs> he was the only one there. <laughs> oh, anyway, hell, TikTok, as you say. <laughs> Moving on. Look, Vienna. Shout out to you. Thank you for listening. I'm sorry. We, I'm sorry. And we will find Roneth and hold him accountable for that crap review. Oh, terrible. Yeah. But look, there's probably, I mean, there is definitely more to Vienna than the Clock Museum. 100%. It's stunning. But I just needed to tell you about the Clock Museum. But I would like to go back and do the Sounding Music Tour. Yes. Why the good. hell would you not do that? Oh, my God. I actually went and stood on one of these green mountains. You know, when she sings at the beginning of the mm-hmm. movie, Stunning. the hills are alive. Um, and then I realised it may have not been the mountain. But I just thought, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't care. Kai, just take pictures of me spinning around on this green knoll. And I'm pretty gone. sure it, this is the place. I am literally Julie Andrews oh, here. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Yes, pretty much. And Fantastic. I sang that song. Good. <laughs> you have to do it, lady. Do it. I will. Okay. If you want a shout out to your town, you know where to find us, right? Where, Chanel? <laughs> <laughs> Hit us up on Instagram at Motherhood A Beautiful Nightmare or Motherhood A Beautiful Nightmare at gmail.com. This episode is Age is Just a Number. So today's topic is an interesting one because we wanted to talk about the pros and cons or simply what it is like to have a child in your 20s, 30s or 40s. Um, we're not going to go into statistics today because, let's face it, um, we have statistics. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> we have statistics thrown at us constantly. Mm. There's always a stat book being smacking us in the face. So I guess what this episode is about is what it is like for mums like us at each point in our lives, whether it's a choice to wait or just when it naturally has happened for us because some people would like to have it earlier, but it ends up happening later. Yeah. Regardless, our paths are what they are, and it's safe to say there is no perfect time to have a baby. But what we do love or hate about the timings, that's what we're going to discuss today. So what better way than to ask our MABM mums what they think? Exactly. So we're going through the different moments or stages in your life when perhaps you've had kids, um, people who've had them when they're in the late teens, 20s, 30s, 40s. Yep. Or older. Yep. And how it affects us in different ways from the physical changes and effects of having babies, being pregnant, dealing with kids, hormones, all of the things. Mm -hmm. That's what we're going to do. So, yes, as Chanel said, we did ask a whole heap of mums to tell us all about their experiences in having babies. And the ladies that wrote to us who've had their kids in their maybe really late teens or early 20s, Mm. had a really different experience to you and I, which we'll get to once we get to the the older ages, perhaps. Yes. (laughs) So funny, I asked one of my mum friends and she said, am I in the older mum category? Thank you very much. I said, well, it's just, it is what it is when you've had your baby. We we might not necessarily call it older mums, we're just going to call it when you've had your kid. Fucking old. <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, we can say that because technically when you have a baby over the age of, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it's 28 or 30, mm. you're considered geriatric pregnancy. <laughs> a geriatric. What a you're thing old. to say. But yeah, biologically, technically, yes, technically. Yeah. 
There you go. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. horrible. I think they need to change that, that terminology. That is terrible, but for this episode it does sound a bit funny, so yeah. we'll mention okay. that later when we get down <laughs> the line. But getting back into the 20s, so a lot of people said a whole heap of different reasons as to why they had mm. it. Maybe it was a surprise package that came along yep. in, your, in the 20s. So this is from Kay in the UK. Oh, K in the UK. She made that confusing. K in the UK. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Go on, K. She said, look, some of the pros, these were great actually. Some of her pros, um, and she had her first son at 19, her body bounced back super quick. So she found it easy to relate to the boys' problems in their teens Mm -hmm. um, and now they're in their 20s. So she said, I had so much energy um, when they were still little, but in saying that, I still have a lot of energy now. And I'm still young enough now that the boys are independent and I have more more time to focus on me when I can feel like I can now achieve the things that I want to achieve yeah. in my life. So that was great. Oh, yes, that is good. Her cons mm. were, and I was like, oh, wow, so true. She said, I knew nothing about life. <laughs> didn't have that experience. Didn't have that experience. <laughs> yeah. You know, looking back, I was quite selfish. Like I didn't realise that I had to give up as much as I did mm. give up, you know. Yeah. And then she said all of my friends were either at uni or they were child-free and going out every weekend, which yeah. left me feeling alone and resentful that I was missing out. Yeah, partying. And- yep. I didn't feel strong enough to stand up to my family members that interfered the way I raised my kids because they think you're too young, you don't know any better. Yeah. We're going to tell you the way to raise them, which was super interesting. That would be very infuriating. And she said, ultimately, um, I did not have the wisdom or life experiences, so my parenting style was quite limited um, as opposed to what it would be now. She also said she suffered with postnatal depression for a short time. Being so young, I found this overwhelming and confusing. actually made me resent the boys at times, which is difficult to admit. But it is the honest truth. Okay. So yeah, she said, well look, done. as much as that was it, that was my path. I was meant to have them then. And yep. I did. Um, and pros and cons. And that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about it is there's no right or wrong age to have a baby. No. It's just what the hell we go through at this point. And you and I can only comment on the ages that we've had. That's it. Our kids. Yeah. So many are a mixed bag. So thank you so much, Kay. Love that honesty there. I love how Kay's nips are most likely very perky. Yeah. So congratulations, Kay, on having fucking perky boobs. Okay. (laughs) Thanks. Making us all look bad. Because <laughs> she's had them. They've bounced back and she's living a great life. She's living a best life. Good on oh you, Oh, my Kate. God. Good on you, Kate. Well, a lot of women wrote similar things um, saying that they had heaps more energy mm-hmm. for their kids. And now that their kids are older especially, they, as well as their parents, the grandparents, have, mm. are younger as well. So they have loads of energy oh, that's for the one, isn't the it? grandkids. Yeah. And they're going to have their kids for more years. Yeah, They see it. They spend time, you know, if they don't die and get hit by a truck at 25. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. you know, yeah. technically speaking. Yes. Yeah. So they'll have more time with their kids like and their that. grandparents. They can't whinge as much about, oh, I'm, we're getting old. Yeah, exactly. We can't do this like we used to. No. You waited too long. Yes. Now I can barely bend down <laughs> to tap little Johnny on the head. <laughs> and then they keel over. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So young grandparents for the win. But yes, like uh, Kay said, psychologically it's more trying because you're worried about career prospects. That's it. Financial security mm-hmm. uh, being younger as well. You've not necessarily established yourself in a job where you might be being paid more or yeah. whatever it is. You might have that, you know, might be renting, whatever the thing mm. is. You've not grown your nest egg yeah. quite yet. And as well, the social bias from people, like you said, people telling you what to do. You can't do this. You're too young. And people what judging. Oh, 
Oh. Was it a mistake? Yeah. Well, maybe maybe not always things are a mistake. Some no. women want to have babies in their early 20s or 20. Yeah. It doesn't have to be or a surprise. Funnily enough, Rhonda and Raylene, it can actually be a choice. <laughs> oh, yeah, they would oh, complain well, about it. In yes. our day. Oh, what was she doing having sex before marriage? Oh, you know? my God. Look at them go these days. Look at them go, Ray. <laughs> they're like rabbits and they, they don't even care. Aren't they? They just get going and they're yeah. popping them out. Oh, well, your life's over. Yeah, they say that. Yes. The <laughs> funny thing is they can stop them coming out. Yeah. They can. In our day, you couldn't. You could no, you? Couldn't stop I mean, you, you mean, I mean, you could. You just would have to tell them to fuck off. <laughs> if they wanted to have sex with you, right? You'd say, Barry, step away. You would say, Nigel, fuck off. But everyone had <laughs> everyone had their five or six or seven or eight kids. But now you can stop them with all the little prophylactic boodles and the and the Connie Wannies and what do they call them? Prophylactic prophylactic boodles. Fantastic analogy there. Look, I'm I, they, I just don't think mums these days can cope. You know. Yeah, they, no. don't, they don't know what it's like. The, the hardship that we went through. Oh, the hardship, just like Easter. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, oh my God. Who the fuck are they, by the oh way? Oh, my God, I hate Shut them. Shut up. I Don't be judging. hate them. Yeah. Head down a bad so part. <laughs> Didn't we? Oh, my God, apologies. They, Rhonda and Raylene, in case you don't know who they are, there are alter egos who are these terrible ladies who... They, they, they exist. Oh, yeah, that, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Chanel. <laughs> Gee, break that fourth wall. <laughs> Go tomorrow. Um, yeah, so <laughs> going back, where were we? In your 20s. What, what do you what do you reckon if you had your time again would you have kids younger? I would probably do it at the time that I did it, which was thirties, um, yep. early early thirties, yeah, late twenties. Yep. I was literally twenty nine when I had summer, pregnant at twenty eight, um, and Ollie two and a bit years later. So I still would do that again. Yeah. But in saying that, again, there's pros and cons to everything, and this is what we're talking about today. You could go early twenties, but then you go, well, I was building a a career then, so maybe not. But then someone would say, yeah, but you could have them and then build it after. So we do have a lot more choice these days, mm. uh, regardless of what Rhonda and Raylene think, that your life's over. She's back again. Jesus, can she? Oh, my God, are you okay? Wind it in? You're glitching. <laughs> <laughs> glitching out. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, a, it's a funny one. But we're going to jump to 30s. 30s. <clears throat> this applies to us because we had them. And we're talking probably, look, late Tish 20s, what, mm-hmm. 28 to 35, 36. Yep. Picking an, an age bracket, if you yes. will, of uh, being in your 30s. And um, Renee wrote in and she said, uh, I knew myself a bit better when I was in my 30s having mm. my kids compared yep. to 10 years ago. It made parental challenges easier for me to handle. Also, clothes and hand-me-downs were really great yes, as well for people who'd come before you. Lots of advice from well-seasoned mothers. People that had their kids in their 20s and they're telling <laughs> you all the things to avoid. Thank you very much. Yeah, that, actually it's good being doing it later in that case because you get all the advice and the clothes. Yeah. And the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, have my bugaboo pram. And you know what we say we're not going to give advice we do because we can't help ourselves. I think no. it's an innate in us and it doesn't necessarily mean that we're trying to push our thoughts down. It's almost like to help someone or another mum, a young mum, step over the pothole that we may have fallen in. Yeah, oh, exactly. And that's what the community we did that. is. Don't do that. Yeah, that's the community around you that mm. you do have that potentially you may not have having them younger as well is that support Correct. group. Like your friends aren't all having babies so you probably do feel And your mum or mother-in-law or aunties or the like are telling you what to do and that necessarily 
doesn't it's not helpful. No, but sometimes it's not. No. Just give them, just rub whiskey on their gums when they're teething. Oh, yeah, ancient wisdom. <laughs> give them a yeah, one bit of, them of rum was, one to of get them, to sleep. One of them was, um, someone said a certain type of nut, put it up their bum when they're constipated. Wow, like a suppository, but a natural one. Yeah. Oh. So some people would say you shouldn't be inserting anything. No. But that's old European <laughs> women going down the line. It's worked for all their children and they were told that by their mother, their mother, their mother. So mm. they've then put it on rather than this mum going to like a mother's group or something like that or, or talking to a doctor Just about stick it. stick a nut they up were, your ass. never going to say stick a nut up your bum. Maybe it's Austrian. Maybe it's also good luck. Stick the nut up the ass for the good luck for the rest of the year. Oh, <laughs> Every mother does it. Every mother. Mutter. <laughs> Mutter. Every mutti does it. <laughs> Stick it up there. I've never heard that one. Don't do that if you're listening. Don't, yeah, no. But, again, that's what I mean. If you don't have that kind of um, support from a wider variety of people, yeah. you will just do what they tell you, what they tell you yeah. to do. Do not you don't stick a nut up their butts. <laughs> If, if you don't get anything out of this podcast episode, it's that. Don't stick a nut up your ass or your child's ass, so to speak. <laughs> if you're constipated, don't go and put a nut up your ass. <laughs> Janelle can't wait to try that one. Sometimes we need a little bit of help in that area to poop regularly. Oh, man. Um, I know, constipation. I've been having a few protein shakes lately and they make you constipated. Go put protein. a nut up your ass. <laughs> I might go <laughs> See what's in the cupboard. Does any nut work? Like a cashew? I don't know. cashew's no, got it's corners. It's got to be a bigger one. It's got a Brazilian. It could be a Brazilian. Do not stick any nuts out of my arse. Don't put a walnut with the shell up there. Oh, yeah. Um, Actually, she... what would be the sorest one to put up there? Pistachio? Because it's kind of half open, half shut. Mm. <laughs> it's a bit pinchy. <laughs> It could pinch your piles on the way out. And the, but the Brazilian's too big. Oh, like a pecan. Ugh. Just go for a lovely unsalted cashew. <laughs> oh, yeah. It has to be unsalted. Can't be roasted. And then don't go for the trail mix and find like a cranberry up there later. Just saying. Yes. So back to having it in your 30s. Thank you for joining these two assholes on the broadcast. <laughs> That's us. <laughs> Nothing helpful. So the cons, I suppose, are, like we said, when you're in your 30s, you become a geriatric mm-hmm. uh, in the pregnancy world. There can still be fertility issues, I suppose. You're getting kind of getting older. So yeah. it's getting a little bit tricky sometimes to, yeah. to fall pregnant for some people. It takes a toll on your body. Um, breastfeeding, um, someone said, oh, breastfeeding, it hung, all the effects of breastfeeding hung around for longer afterwards, getting the boobs to mm-hmm. form back into place. <laughs> Yeah, different issues with your body. If you've had cesareans, healing healing takes a bit longer. So stuff like that. It's a it's a whole host of things. This was quite an interesting point, which I hadn't thought of. Kelly said, at the crunch stage of life, where mm. I'm still looking after young kids, but also needing to help our elderly parents. So your parents yeah. are getting older. Maybe they're getting sick, and I've been through that too. I've been yo- you know yo-yoing between helping your parents out and then racing and looking after your kids. But yeah, mum's sick or they're in the hospital and you want to take care of them. them. You're in this middle person that has to help everyone. Which I suppose is the next challenge when you're looking at the 40 bracket. Billy said she had kids in her 30s, loved it, got all the stupid shit done in my 20s and have no regrets. Actually, no cons. That was what? 
Totally happy. Totally happy. Yeah. Obviously knew that having children comes with a sacrifice of some sort. So she, as she said, she got stuff done in the 20s and then was able to transition into (laughs) mama land. I think like they say, there's no good time to have a baby. But I think mentally, psychologically, you can say, look, this is a time in my life. I'm prepared. You don't look at me like Chanel's <laughs> looking at me like, okay, Tamara, just say that thing and look serious. Go on. She's waiting for me to say <laughs> I'm listening to your wise words. And then laughing at me. Look at you. Just like my university lecturer <laughs> during every presentation ever. What was I saying? You weren't listening. <laughs> Chanel. You were saying you were so, nodding you and not listening. Me off. I was. Oh my God. So my children don't listen. Then I come here and you don't listen. I definitely listen. Do you? You were saying about the fact that <laughs> <laughs> caught out. Hence the silly old la- like smile and nod with glary eyes, Chanel. Do you know what? It was like no, it doesn't matter. No, where fine. one minute you're going on about don't like he's picturing work and then there's d- donuts come in front of you. That kind of happened. Yeah, okay. I'm really sorry. That's okay. You know what? I, I do forgot listen. what I said. I don't okay. worry about your fine. kids. Don't worry. I forgot what I was saying anyway. Passive aggressive. <laughs> it's a bit like Patsy and Eddie from Abfab. I love you more than your kids love you, darling. I'm I'm here for you always. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry I let you down. That's okay. <clears throat> I'll get you back. Not that I've got anything really interesting to say chanel sorry i am listening you have my full attention <laughs> it's fine it's not even that good i'm just gonna say i had kids in my early 30s mm. and i felt like psychologically i was ready to decompartmentalize my life and go right okay now's a good time in my career because i don't have a career <laughs> <laughs> i'm going here there and everywhere i was doing all sorts of weird and wonderful things being I lived overseas had yeah. fun I thought, mm, but actually I wanted to have them a little bit earlier. I imagine having them, I met Kai when I was 26. I kind of wanted to have them when I was 28. I remember mm-hmm. thinking, which is, is kind of gross to admit this, but I'm like, when's he going to propose? When? So I can have babies. Oh, you're one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Look back on yourself and go, get a grip. Exactly. <laughs> like I go, oh, you're disgusting. You make me feel a little bit sick doing it in that order. Or, or the hassling of everyone. When's he going to pop the question? I know. And then being really disappointed when you think they're going to do it like one New Year's Eve when you, they're wearing a mankini and a wig and then they just don't. <laughs> and you're really drunk and you're crying in a corner going, what, what, a, way, what a way to have a p- question popped to you. Forget the rose petals. Forget the champagne. We're talking about her husband who's got very short hair. He's got a buzz cut. Yeah. With a wig on mm. and a mankini. And yeah. that was your your way of going, well, I, I just want you forever. And a, bur- <laughs> and a burger ring in his pants that I thought was a ring. <laughs> he wasn't just happy to see you. I know. <laughs> what part would look like a ring? Oh. <laughs> no. So anyway, yeah, I kind of wanted them younger because I thought, oh, good, that'd be good. You know, I'll have a bit more energy. Yeah, yeah could bounce back. I just want a picket fence as well. No, okay, stop. <laughs> we bought a house first and then got married. Oh, wow. Crazy. So I did the same. I lived with <laughs> Dan you? first. Yeah. Make an honest woman out of her, Dan. Oh, Far you out. Want, you want to know what you're getting into, don't you? <laughs> you try before you buy. Exactly. You know, same as like when people go, you shouldn't have sex before marriage. Shut up. We need to try this stuff. Oh, no shit. Because if, he, if he's no good, we'll get someone. <laughs> Even though I'm thinking, it'd be all right if he's no good, then you can say, don't worry about it. 
because that's what we say now anyway, right? <laughs> like, what's the difference? If he was shitty, just like, oh. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I was 29 when I had summer and 31 when I had Ollie and they suited me. I was just in the prime of, I was worried because the media industry um, and you were in that too at that time, it's a man's world out there and it is very much even a single man's world where they're like radio, you move around the country. Um, I was like worried about having children. I couldn't do that. I had to commit to having them and forego a bit of that now. And this is why podcasting is so great because you can still do the radio without the walls and you don't have to move around the country. And that was the thing. We had to kind of commit to going rural or going to somewhere and and possibly even just spending like a year in Newcastle or something like that. Yeah. Where you can't really do when you've got children so young yes. because you spend a lot of time there. So I found that difficult in a career sense, whereas I was just getting started. And in the media industry, when you just get started, when you stop, you can't really stop no. because then they go, well, we'll look at someone else. That's right. Yeah, they don't wait for anyone. And that kind of puts a handbrake on everything Massive for you. Massive handbrake. I got pregnant with Ollie and I was doing the TV show and I did not – tell anyone I was pregnant for ages. Now, I don't know how I got away with that. I wore some baggy ass tops for a while. (laughs) But I was annoyed at myself that I didn't acknowledge my pregnancy earlier and be proud of myself as a woman doing that and working and having an 18-month-old. I was annoyed at myself that I let my an industry dictate to me as a female what what I could actually achieve. Yeah, don't want them to know so that, yeah, exactly. So they can write me off and go, well, her career's in the bin now because she's um, a mum and and she's not going to be able to jump when we say click. It's a bit different if you were like the anchor of a network station and things like that. But we weren't at that stage. We were on air no. and very easily replaceable. That's so it. there's that like mm, and it's career. That problem, isn't it? If you're already successful, it makes me think that's why a lot of these Hollywood actresses don't have kids because they don't want to stop and mm. go off or they wait until they're really famous and they go, well, I'll just have kids. They're going to still want me because I'm Meryl Streep or whoever you are, right? Well, they've done a brilliant thing like Reese Witherspoon who has created a production company that's Mm. really pro a lot of that stuff. So it's now better than ever. But even, say, eight years ago, disastrous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Still not great. So it is is getting better, I think. Yeah, Um, And it needed to, Mm. especially in the entertainment industry. Exactly. But it is one of those things biologically – as much as we, from a social perspective, we can change things mm. and how we think about women who are pregnant in the in the workplace or what have you, biologically that doesn't change no yeah. matter what happens. It's, yeah. still, it's still the case that as you get older, it gets harder and you're going to have to stop Yes, at some point. Or maybe mm-hmm. technically you really wanted to, you, you could, I don't know, get a wet nurse or something or if you didn't want to breastfeed, it's get a hard. nanny it's if hard. you were really desperate yeah. to not look after your own baby it's, and do work. I think we but- can design things a lot more for ourselves now. I definitely wasn't ready to give up the social aspect and because I worked in the music industry at the time – it meant going to a lot of gigs and me being pregnant, it didn't feel <laughs> right going there. Oh, my gosh. I was like, don't bump into me. I've got a belly. Like, it just, it just did not feel right. I felt like a duck out of water. Do you remember? Actually. <laughs> you waddled like a duck no, out of water. I felt like a fish out of water, not a duck. Oh, my God, I didn't Ducks. even notice. <laughs> duck. like a duck Ducks out of roam water. freely out of water. <laughs> I waddled <laughs> like a duck but a fish. It's because I was imagining you <laughs> waddling like a duck. Do you remember when I was at Fresh mm. and – 
they asked me to announce I had to present at some we had to present something. I'm pretty sure you were part of it. I too. was. I was. It was what a was night that? it was a nightclub. It was club. a fucking nightclub. And, and that, I was literally <laughs> about to pop my We presented. Open. I can't remember whether we did it together or separately because they had separate Yes, I reckon I, it was separate, different ones. It was like Chanel, you do something, another couple of announcers, and then you did it, but you oh, were pregnant and it was in a club. Anyone that's from Adelaide will understand this. Highly Street, really like hard. Jesus Christ. And presenting these acts and bands and on stage. There. I'm standing there literally like a thousand to 18 year olds. To 18, I was going <laughs> to say to 16 year olds who do not want to see a fat pregnant woman on stage wearing like a freaking moo moo. How do you look funky in a, exactly. in a pregnancy outfit? I did not want to do it, but they made me do it. You They're were like, a you duck do fish it. out of water. Yeah, and I was there going, please welcome. Oh, hang on one second. The fart comes out. <laughs> like, I got to pick. <laughs> Just threw up in the microphone, ladies. Don't worry. It was just all those beers I had before the show. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Not good. And I felt gross as well. That's what I mean. It's they not make us, yeah. They made us feel like you really have to give up that part of your life. Yeah. But you definitely learn from it. And that's the thing. I've, I've, I knew I had to give it up because I was pregnant and I didn't want to do the wrong thing by no. my body or yeah. my baby. Yeah. And the career was a challenge. So they're kind of like the, the cons. But the pros was my body ready physically and... Did it respond well? Yes. Yeah. That's good. Am I still glad I had them at the time I did? Yes. Yes. Not looking back now. Stuff, whatever industry tells you what to do, that's when I had them and that's what was in my stars to do. And your plan. Yeah. Yeah. It worked out, didn't it? Should we hit the 40s? Oh, (laughs) yes, we should. Since I am, how old am I? 41. I'm 41, Ooh. but I feel inside very young age, age, age is just a number. It's, it's a so annoying. It's not real. It doesn't even matter at all. And especially now, I think going to school, there's mums of lots of different ages. Some are a bit younger. Some are their mid-30s. Some are their mid-40s. But their children are all at the same level. So if you're at the same level as they are emotionally and intellectually – you can build beautiful friendships like that. Yeah. You know? That's yes. what I mean. Age is irrelevant these days for things like that. 100%. Tell that to your body though. Um, <laughs> friend of mine, Carly, she said, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> she goes, what the fuck? 42, having a toddler. And she's like, oh, my God. She's like been whacked in the side of the head by a train. She said, it's just, it's really crazy being an older mum, yeah, uh, does she doesn't know how people do it, but I mean, she still does it, but she's just noticed she's a lot slower. Yeah, than maybe some of the other mums in her mother's group, <laughs> <laughs> because it, that's her body has done it a bit harder, I suppose, at that age. Diana, she is pregnant at the moment and and due to give birth any well couple of weeks away I think a pro for her was that she has zero FOMO she couldn't give a flying fuck about going out anymore um, she's traveled yes. partied kissed plenty of boys she said establish my career so not as hard to get back into the workforce when she is ready she's more financially stable and can spend more time with her kids because they're more financially stable yes you know, she Excellent. did meet her partner a little bit later and then mm. they had children. So that's what I mean about it happens when it happens for you. Oh, you, you don't, right you don't choose or whatever. these things. Yeah. <laughs> no. And her right. con was she said, my energy levels are a massive con. Being pregnant at home with a toddler can be a huge challenge. I have zero patience and it takes a massive toll on her body. She said both mentally as well. She said, I'm super slow. Um, and it's amazing what three years have done because her first and since being pregnant before and now having this baby, she's like three 
three years have been massive. Her first pregnancy, she said I was whizzing around like nothing else and then hit the 40 mark and went, what the fuck, aches and pains, and my brain has literally flown out the window. (laughs) Brain. (laughs) That is so true. Laurie said something similar, but she said um, hitting perimenopause meant not being able to give my kid a sibling. Yeah. Being older as well. Like she just, that physically was it. Mm-hmm. and hadn't really thought necessarily that that would be the case. But, mm-hmm. you know, it can hit you at that age. So Laurie as well said she was also glad that in her 20s she could sleep around. <laughs> but also the whole ageing parents thing as well mm. was a hard, hard one. So yeah. yeah. This next one is actually truly inspiring. And I hope you pass this information on to anyone that you think needs to hear it. But Tiffany is 46. She had her first child through a sperm donor. Yeah. And it was her choice. And she said uh, it was cheaper to have a baby through a sperm donor than it is to have a divorce. (laughs) Which I think. Oh my gosh, so true. But uh, totally. That is a woman in charge of her own life and her own body and has made an executive decision that that is what she wants. And just because she hasn't found the right partner does not mean she doesn't have an opportunity to become a mum. So she said, I had a brilliant pregnancy at 46. Nothing went wrong. She goes, half the time I didn't even feel pregnant, which worried me like not sick or anything like that. She had a pretty standard C-section, again, a standard recovery, no complications from that. She said the recovery afterwards, great. Her baby slept through Mm. the night straight away. She said it was awesome. Her con, she goes, I can't keep up with him now. Yeah. So she's, she's invested and I totally think this is something that she goes, not all people approve. However, I have done it for safety reasons. She invested in a Houdini strap. She goes, when he... A strap for her child. When he runs down the road and potentially into incoming traffic... The lead. lead. She got a lead. Why is it called Houdini? I think because Houdini's gone. See, yeah, so it's a strap to (laughs) stop them from being a Houdini. Yeah, (laughs) and she said, look, I hold his hand. When we get to the road, we hold hands, we look. But she said, if he legs it and is not watching, I cannot take that chance because I can't catch him. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you've got to get that thing you know, sorted. So mm. she, she, her pregnancy, as far as that was concerned, was, was great, but it's the after. And she said, again, I have no brain capacity. I can't like think straight half the time. Oh my goodness. But again, wouldn't change it. Amazing. And she's got her miracle boy and also said that maybe because I had him later and I went through so much to have him that I didn't sweat the small stuff as much. But now yes. she's in full mum mode because he is a toddler and she can't keep up with him as far as when he runs away. Yeah, In yeah, the house, yeah. fine. Yeah. But if he's legging it down the street, she said he is quicker than I am. Amazing. He's gone. Oh, my God. Hence the strap. Yeah, and you're like, oh, my hips hurt. Ow. That's what she said, my back and my <laughs> hips from carrying him. And from using high stuffed. heels and partying and yeah. work and whatever. Oh, man. Yes. And Tanya said she couldn't get off the floor. We're playing with her kids. Oh, doing the old, oh, hang on. Oh. <laughs> How old is Tanya? Uh, she, Tanya's 44 now yeah, yeah. and her youngest is six. So, but this is the best thing. She said her brain has also um, left, left the, the building. Window. <laughs> left the window. <laughs> she opened the window and it flew out. So how's this, right? Yeah. She, um, one of her mum brain moments, this is reminiscent of her brain flying out the window. She grabbed a whole pile of dirty laundry, socks, jocks, knickers, bras, and threw it in the toilet. What? Why? <laughs> what? On purpose? No, not because she was annoyed at her husband yeah, that's and went what I mean. sort that out. Okay, you little shits. <laughs> Chuck going it in the in, toilet. Yeah. No, because she thought it was the lid of the washing machine and it just happened. She just didn't think. She went plonk. 
Tanya's, in the Tanya's lost it. I love it. That's brilliant. Oh my god! So toilet. And then go. You go in later and what? Go. Oh shit! Literally. Yeah. I think yeah. she realised the minute it went splash. Um, oh, no. So, and her last <laughs> comment, which was excellent, said, "You also have no dignity left. Zero fucks given, especially when the delivery guy. You see him more than you see your husband because you're ordering things online constantly. Mm. Um, you forget one breast is out when you open the door. Oh, hello, <laughs> and grab the parcel because the baby's attached to one, and you've got this massive." <laughs> oh yeah, and you pull the head away. Oh, hello. Oh my god. There's gosh. a lovely delivery driver going, oh wow. I once was in a restaurant with some friends <laughs> around a table and they hadn't had kids yet. And our friend who he is quite well, a little bit conservative, let's say. He's very gentlemanly and he wouldn't oh, wow. so he look, wouldn't, wouldn't want to look he at wouldn't you. Appreciate your, Tanya at the door. No, or he, yeah, he'd be like, Whoa, where do I look? Where do I look? Look at my feet. And we went to this restaurant. I'd forgotten I was wearing a strapless dress. It was summer. Oh, you hussy. So literally, I was breastfeeding and I didn't put anything over the top of me like a blanket. I just, you know, realised I was literally sitting at the table with my <laughs> both my tits out, like just topless at a table while we're all eating. And he was like, <laughs> could not handle it, but not saying anything, you know, like looking everywhere but like, oh, past the salt, <laughs> you know. And it occurred to me, I'm fucking sitting like literally half nude in this restaurant. When I say restaurant, it was a pub. So yeah. there were lots of half nude people there anyway. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, it's like you can easily do those things and you completely forget when you're mm-hmm. in that crazy zone. Yep. Oh, man. And and we shouldn't have to feel that we have to cover up because it's our body and we are feeding our children. However, it is funny when you get to the point of, you. she goes, you've just been through it all. I was nearly 40 with my second child and I just couldn't get give a rat's ass. No. My dignity had gone, so that was that. Yeah, you, you care so much less. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sylvie said, who's 42 and recently pregnant, she's worried about not being around later on in life for her kids, being older. Yeah. So being an old parent and seeing your grandkids grow up as well, that kind yes. of thing. Thinking, oh, you do the maths, like, wow, am I going to be, you know, how old am I going to be when they have their graduation Yeah, and things like that, mm. which it doesn't matter really. But. I did make the mistake once of saying to a little girl who was in my class in reception. Hey, are you also a reception? Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. Just so checking. I can get away with it, but however, I've never your forgotten old, it. Your old self, your little mm. Chanel. My little Chanel. Mini Chanel in a dog's body skirt. <laughs> yes. I was six. Oh, you were six, sorry. Five. Sorry, I was five yeah, in reception. Five. And I said to a, a girl called Samantha, <laughs> your granddad's here to pick you up. She went, it's my dad. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, my God. Didn't that mean so to funny. say that. She didn't really like me after that because it was – I insulted her. Dad didn't mean to. He didn't no. look like granddaddy. It was her dad. Oh, Great. my goodness. Funny thing, I did some research <laughs> and Harper's Bazaar said – Reputable, P.S., Harper's Bazaar. Always wear black shoes and fleecy tights whilst giving birth. Is that what Harper's Bazaar said? Always use vanilla-scented candles whilst cleaning. So I did a bit of a study on – um, Hang have, on, sorry, you did a bit of a study. <laughs> sorry. So, <laughs> Chanel in my spare time, I did a bit of a study on women and pregnancies <laughs> and different ages. And Tamara, what, what did you come up with after your PhD that took you one weekend, <laughs> Chanel? Tell me, tell us, tell well, us. I just applied myself and that's what I achieved. <laughs> Harper's Bazaar did a um, study or, or reached out and probably copy and pasted the information about the six reasons why having children later in life is a good thing. Yeah. Right? 
Number one, it may boost your brain power. What? Didn't um, we just talk about putting clothes in the toilet? Okay. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Thank you, Harper's Bazaar. So while well, they said it may, there's, a, there's, oh, an, may. there's an out. Yeah. There's an out. Um, I believe it took mine away. <laughs> so while it may also be of benefit and less stress and the ability to gain more knowledge through schooling studies have shown that having kids later in life can make you mentally sharper as you age. Oh. I think I'm getting dafter, not sharper. Sharper. So one study mm. published, not by me, um, <laughs> tested 830 middle-aged women to determine whether there was a link between having a baby at a later age and their brain power. Mm. They found out that women who had their last child after the age of 35 had sharper cognition and verbal memory. Really? I don't believe these that women? at all. Do they cherry pick these women? <laughs> <laughs> they picked people that did PhDs. Yes. So. And they remembered to come to the study to be studied. <laughs> so I think that's where what's happening here. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not true. It's Ignore not true. Harper's Bazaar. <laughs> All we told them to come at 2 p.m. on a Sunday. And out of those who came, we realized they were very smart and they've great, great memory and they're very prompt. Um, yes. So it must is, be true. This is another beauty. And I've stuffed up the numbers. There's only five, not six. Anyway, again, shows my brain power. Um, you might be more prepared emotionally. <laughs> Maybe. So, okay, there's an undoubted sense of maturity that comes along with age. I can understand yeah, that. Yeah. Overall, the children of older mums were better behaved, not mine, well socialised and emotionally healthier in their preteen years. In other words, older mums were more relaxed. Oh, we've just had giving, Tanya yeah. saying how they've got no threshold. Um, maybe they're giving zero fucks. So maybe they're more disciplined. <laughs> you know, like they're like, fuck you, Harry, just... Just eat that Brussels sprout. I don't give a fuck. Eat and go to bed. Piece. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they said they're more relaxed in their parenting behaviours and they it appears to have paid off for these youngsters. Well, they haven't met ours. Anyway. I feel like this is very confusing information. It, it, this is why it's so it's Very contradictory, yeah. <laughs> Number two, you might be more financially stable. Okay, fair enough. Studies show that children of older mums stay in the educational system longer, do better standardised tests and are more likely to go to college than their peers born younger mums. That's the most important thing. Yes. (laughs) The effective improved um, outcomes related to socioeconomic statuses likely affects the health outcomes of the offspring throughout their lives. So, okay, we could wow to that one. Mm. Next one, you may live longer. Depends how stressed out you get. Will you? Okay. Some people think that having babies later in life either means you won't have the energy to keep up with young kids or worse, you won't be around for their major life events like getting married. But research finds this couldn't be farther from the truth. In fact, a 2015 study, so outdated, and that was pre-COVID, so I would like to know what they think now, with reference to menopause, found that women who have children after the age of 33 were twice as likely to live to the age of 95 compared to women who had their last child before the age of 30. And that's something worth considering. And that was their friggin' tips. Oh, my God. This is so offensive to so many people. Isn't it? I didn't write this, although I did do a PhD. I didn't do this one. (laughs) You know, that one hurts is much better. Yes. Yeah, Harper's Bazaar. Oh, my goodness. Wow, they really put that all into a really, really concise little article in one little sidebar, most likely. Yeah. Mm. I think it's safe to say, though, that none of that means anything. Correct. And everyone's different. Yep. And, you know, it all depends on so many factors. And whatever age right. we've had them, well, we've had them. Energy levels or not, as I said, 
Tiff at 46 doing it as a single mum said that it was a cruising number. Yeah, she's got to keep up with him, but she's found a strap so she can, not to hit him with, to <laughs> to clip on to the back of his hoodie. She goes, or I found clothing that works. Hoods are great to grab the little runners away. You grab their hood and things like that. So, you know, everyone's body's different. It doesn't mean that because you're 25, you're going to have a seamless pregnancy as opposed to 46, you're going to have a difficult one. Yeah. Not the case. That's exactly right. And what if you're a single mum? Then some, it's, life's going to be hard, isn't it? Yeah. Or, Doing it all by yourself. It also depends on what support network you've got around you as well. So True. Could be all right. If you want to have a baby, just do you. You do you. Stay you in your own lane. Stay in your own lane. Put your energies into what you're doing. And anyone that tells you otherwise, tell them to shut up. There's someone who's pregnant going, well, I am. That's what I can't get out of the situation the now. And I had my baby now. It's because I've done it all right. Yes. Yes. You yeah. know. And the Rhonda and Raylene's chiming in with their unhelpful information. Don't worry about them either. A couple yeah. of bats. Yeah, it's the judgy people. Don't feel bad about whatever age you're doing you. Or oh. the age gaps as well. Oh, between partners? Between, <laughs> yeah, between partners. No, between kids because people sometimes just automatically assume there needs to be like a, you know, a minimum 18 months, maximum two and a half years. If it's not done in that time, they ask why. Did you have trouble? Blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. That, do, that doesn't matter either. How's Vivian? She wrote in and said she, there's a 25-year age gap between her first and second. Yeah, well. There you go. And that's the other thing. People assume if there's a big age gap that it wasn't planned. Not the case again. No, no. That's you right. You do you. Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare is produced by Soundball Productions and hosted by Chanel Franklin and Tamara Linky. We would love to hear from you, so please email us on motherhoodabeautifulnightmare at gmail.com or just for kicks, check out our website at motherhoodabeautifulnightmare.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode of Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare and can find two minutes in between managing those little nutters, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. Hey, word on the street is it helps people find us. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.